Hello friends, welcome to the 8th house of astrology, ruler of occult, magic, mystery, and truth. Join me, Sarah, a developing psychic medium with a scientific mind, and my good friend Eliza, a tarotist and thanatologist, as we explore, through the lens of the tarot, the healing hidden within the deepest and sometimes the darkest corners of the human experience. Liza? Hey, Sarah. So here we are. And I'm, I really hate that we didn't catch Leo season for this episode. I know. So yeah. I, I just want to kind of like take two steps back and pretend like we're kind of still, you know, because we're only like 10 days into Virgo as we record this. Mm-hmm. So um, I am strength. And I just want to mention that this is the second leg of the fool's journey when we start with strength, because there's the fool, and then we go through the first seven cards, the middle seven cards, and the last seven cards, because altogether is 21. So if he's zero, Mm -hmm. then there's 21 cards. So he's the 22nd card, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we are embarking on a new season with some new fun stuff that we hope to season two yeah okay so welcome (laughs) to season two welcome to leg two of the fool's journey um (laughs) i did see something a little bit interesting that i had not seen before when researching the episode um that the first leg is considered the physical realm the second so it's the the body, mind, and spirit are the sort of the realms he goes through. So we are heading into the mental journey, like, and the mental archetypes. Um, I like to also look at it as I have been in the past, where it's the sort of the lifespan. So the, mm. so we just left like, the teenager going off to college or heading out into the world with the chariot. So here we are with that same fool Mm -hmm. who is now a young adult. Um, And I have to mention with this too. So we're on the eighth card. It used to be that justice was the eighth card. And Mm -hmm. um, Waite, I think his name is Arthur E. Waite, who did the uh, Rider Waite Smith classic cards? He and Pamela Coleman Smith came up with switching it because it made more sense astrologically. Interesting. Um, I guess it was more numerically based, with numerology based before, which I don't, I'm not very familiar with. So this, to me, makes a lot more sense because hmm. eight, and it is, it it also is a perfect spot in my opinion for this second leg for a young adult for kind of understanding mental fortitude, strength, you know, Mm -hmm. because it kind of parallels the magician card. Mm -hmm. If you look at that classic card of strength, it is a woman subduing a a lion, almost kind of like a lion tamer with his mouth open. And, and she's going there, there, she looks so peaceful and graceful and just like, I got you, honey. Let me just take that out of your mouth or what, you know, and I'm not going to get hurt. She's not worried about that. 
So it's sort of the gentleness <laughs> involved in strength. And mm-hmm. she, like the magician, has the lemnus gate or the infinity symbol right. over her head while she's doing it. And so I think that's a perfect, like if the magician starts the first leg and he's all about manifestation, then she's about just the strength with which you're going to call on to, I I can't explain it. (laughs) I mean, at least what I was reading in Carol Bridges' book, it's like she says the strength comes from when your thoughts are in alignment with your heart. It's like perfect. The strength comes when you know what it is you're speaking of because it's you you trust in your heart's purpose. Yeah. And I I don't want to skip ahead, but Mm -hmm. that is so important that you brought that up. So Mm -hmm. I just want to kind of revisit real quick and like kind of like give the overview of the traditional strength card and Mm -hmm. the history and all that stuff. So Cheryl Bridges calls it healing which I was very Mm, interested mm -hmm. in. So we will come back to that because it's the H-E-A, just like in heart, um, that I want to go back to. So yeah, so when it was, it went from 11, card 11 to 8, then Alistair Crowley and Lady Frida Harris, who did the illustrations, she, or they called it lust. And it has also in the Tarot de Marseille, the oldest tarot decks, it was called La Force. You know, so mm. I think lust is like saying that there's when you put your heart into what you're doing, there mm-hmm. is ecstasy in that, you know, like a spiritual yeah. fulfilled ecstasy. And that is why it's called lust. It's like using the strength to like, like she's like, leaning back in that card like yes you know like she's mm. writing something and it's like she's conquering it but in a heart-centered way yeah I think I I, I remember reading the word desire mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in there so it's almost like and sort of going back to what I was just saying it's like when your desires are in line with yeah. your highest purpose or whatever yeah yeah interesting and also, before we go on any further, if we are going back to Leo, I have to do a shout out to Olivia Newton-John. Oh, Olivia. Who passed on the astrological configuration, the thing that happens on an annual basis where uh, Leo is like in its center of its passing over the horizon. And it's aligned with Sirius, the dog star. So you have the cat and the dog, and they're in perfect alignment in the sky, in the cosmos. She passed on the lion's gate, 8-8, eight, eight, wow. you know, wow. 22. It's very powerful. Yeah. And it was also the 42nd anniversary of the release of the movie Xanadu. Really? Yeah, it came out. Oh, my gosh. Thanks, Chad. He pointed that out to me. But it was released on... 8 8 1980 wow. the movie is about she's a muse and she tracked she time tra- travels so i thought it was a perfect olivia just like that she left 
on that note. <laughs> and I was crying. I posted that and I was like, that was one of my favorite songs, even though she had a writer um, and producer, John Farrar, shout out to him too, never gets the credit, but oh my God, I talk about nerding out, geeking out. That, that was me. I was the kid looking at the, the album jacket, like studying who did what and, you know, like, so I always really wanted to be a producer. So I just, and you know, and she has a really, she, she got cancer and was, um, struggling with it, but she's just a really good soul. And she really put a lot of work into healing and offering others strength. And, you know, I just think it's a really appropriate, um, part of this episode that, that could not be not mentioned. Well, as I wanted to ask you, so you're a Leo as a Leo and just in general, I just, you know, we had, we've had conversation about intuition, which is usually associated with water signs. Mm -hmm. And then there's Mm -hmm. fire and Leo and they're ruled by the sun Mm -hmm. and their body part is the heart. Yeah. And, you know, that goes in line with courage because mm-hmm. that's the root of Corazon, you know, in Spanish. Oh, right. Um, so I just think there's really something different that makes it, is it possibly more animal or primal? You know? The heart wisdom? It's, for me, it speaks to the, the light of awareness or the electricity inside oh, of a yeah. neuron. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the the fire, yeah. you know, the because that's what that's what neurons are powered on is is fire created by a chemical reaction. It's just kind of amazing, and so like the light of awareness or like yeah. the um, something like that. So I don't I don't I'm not sure no, if that's that answered beautiful. your question, but um. No, I love that. And I actually came, I came across something today um, because I was trying to figure out like, why is the infinity symbol over the magician and over strength? Mm -hmm. And then it said Mm -hmm. something about the heart energy. And Hmm. so I looked up heart energy. I just Googled it Mm -hmm. and come to find out this incredible article, which I will put in the show notes from psychology today called and this is from 2020 the heart's electromagnetic field is your superpower training heart brain coherence so i was like oh my gosh we need to do a special topic because like consciousness mind you know all of that is one thing but like yeah your heart's electromagnetic field is i think i read it's like the largest electromagnetic field like it extends in the the body in the body yeah definitely in the body but like um in general like it's a huge power source that's kind of amazing i never thought about the parts because you know this idea of interoception is is fairly new ish in understanding the human body where it's thought now to be one of our basic senses and interoception is receiving information from the internal organs and becoming aware of it and then adapting your body's behavior 
should that be required in the moment so like you can feel your heart beating i'm thinking because of those electromagnetic yeah. waves yeah. feeding receptors that then say my I heart's beating fast yeah. i should i think probably... it does say that yeah mm. and it does talk about that it has to do with the rhythm oh, that it oh, okay the rhythm so mm -hmm. i wonder if it's the actual um like the physical aspect of the rhythm the pounding maybe so There's, maybe the body so. is incredible it is it's, it's and incredible. It, it's just neat that it's like thinking about it's not just physical, it's actual uh, energy. It's creating, you know, just yeah. like we talk about a lot on the show, just the different energy bodies, like it, it goes into different realms and it mm -hmm. in between realms. And yeah, because like where does like we were talking about before, where does thought exist? Yeah. Like, right. where does it exist? And if we're using our thoughts to control our heart rate, mm -hmm. that means we're using something outside of us to, to like, affect our body's inner organs. It's kind of, it's just that mind-body connection. And what we're finding out now is that the mind doesn't necessarily only right. exist inside of our brain. It's everywhere. So, anyway. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, just to throw something out there from the article when the parasympathetic and sympathetic system it should have been systems are out mm -hmm. of sync from emotions such as anger anxiety or frustration this produces an erratic rhythm or incoherent state the brain receives this input which affects whether higher cognitive functions can be accessed to self-regulate Oh, so wow. learning, here are three things they list that having a coherent mind-heart connection or brain-heart mm. connection can produce. Um, better, one, learning, two, making better choices, three, an expanded <laughs> view of options. I mean, that's, the thing is, like, they sound so simple, but those three oh, things I know. I know. So I was going to say that about this card is that mm -hmm. this card itself mm -hmm. is so like there's so many facets to explore. And yet it's all so simple. It makes me think of the Beatles song. All you need is love. Love is all you need. It's really true. Well, I kind of always was like love and light, whatever. What does that mean? You know, like I'm a big like cynic and like, you know, love and light and I'm toxic positivity. Like you also have to think about things and you know, like I'm such an overthinker and ruminator and intrusive thoughts person. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But um, so many of us, most of us live in that space all the time of not really right. feeling super regulated. It's just right. a human condition. But the fact that there's science showing that it's harder to access those more expansive right. places within our human mind. Yeah, because, we get tunnel vision. Because, because our can't. body's too busy working right. to regulate something we don't necessarily right. need to be regulating in the moment. So it's it's just so great to see common knowledge science blending with... Metaphysical kind of... Exactly, or yeah. spiritual or, you know, mental space that we live in. So also. just to go on, there's a lot of stuff in here that I... So the heart's energy is said to reach about three feet outside of the physical body and can be detected in another person sitting nearby via an ECG, yes. electrocardiogram. 
Yeah. So that also tells you there is science behind oh, energy totally. work and totally, you know, yeah. Um, if you are within mm-hmm, three or mm-hmm. five or whatever feet of someone, you will naturally match their heart rate just unconsciously right. because of that magnetic field and that's when when you feel when someone walks into a room and you think ooh something's off yeah. here that's what you're feeling your your yeah. heart centers are meeting and communicating and seeing how well that's you drive yeah. yeah but that i never thought about it as the electromagnetic field though so i'm right. so excited to research that some more so thank you so they just mentioned what you did can you bring to mind someone who without even speaking a word makes you feel light just by being in their presence have you ever been told you have such a positive energy the potential of how far our heart's electromagnetic energy field can reach continues to be studied as technology plays catch up but additional benefits to heart brain coherence include reduction in stress adaptability to change psychosocial well-being higher cognitive capacity yeah it's a lot like maslow's hierarchy Hmm. of needs you know if you're like not in the in the body state that's making your mind go fight or Mm -hmm. flight or you know i need to just survive Mm -hmm. um performance improvement resilience problem solving mental clarity emotional stability access to intuition and creativity regenerative process and anti-aging I mean, yeah, that makes sense. So awesome. It makes sense. I mean, that's what our bodies are yeah, designed it's like to it do. It has been the norm for the heart to feel chronic stress or Oh, my or gosh. You, yeah. That's yeah. so interesting that they relate it or correlate it with, um, with the body's natural regeneration capabilities. Yeah. Because it would make sense yeah. that if, if our body was in balance more often, that natural reaction of regenerating the cells would probably be happening more often and more efficiently which equals better health overall Hmm. that is awesome so it's talking about so here are some steps to stimulate that coherence Um, bring focused attention to your heart so it's sort of like a guided meditation they advise Um, you can also place your hand over your heart for a physical connection Um, relaxing breath technique Um, bring to mind something that makes you feel love joy or gratitude Um, visualize sending feelings or input it's funny because like input registers more for me than feeling (laughs) so I'm like you could do it scientifically too it's (laughs) like um, you can imagine giving that energy to the cells in your body and your organs Mm -hmm. and your Mm -hmm. brain this is fascinating (laughs) yeah i mean that's exactly what um a grounding meditation is in my opinion that's how i do it anyway or even um yeah or tonglen practice where you're sending you're sending feelings of solidarity to people going through what you're going through in the moment and um, yeah. that's, and that's compassion training really is what it's kind of called, but yeah, um, I mean, like I think the Zen masters, uh, know how to slow their heart rate yes, to the exactly. point of yeah. like, yeah, Absolutely. It's, it's amazing. But I love, I've, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I've never heard that term heart brain coherence. I had not either. And I'm I mean, super excited yeah. to look into it some more. Yeah. Um, cause my sister and I are in the beginning stages of, 
writing a mission for our new um, business that we're going to be going in together for coaching those going through wanting to look at their relationship with alcohol. And one of the things I really wanted to focus on is this embodying the feeling of what sobriety is and using these awareness trainings um, like meditation and compassion training and yin yoga to train up our ability to sense and communicate with what our body is telling us. Yeah. And I just, now I have this whole other area of science to look into because of you. Thank you very much. And thank you. Thank you. Strength card. So am I, I guess, why the lion? You know, I guess I keep going. That's what I want to know from a Leo. Um, like, mm-hmm. do you resonate with this, mm. like the sun and the sunflower and the, the bright, you know, I don't, I so honestly, I'm like, tell me it's so like, you know, it's, it's obnoxious like the, the first <laughs> God being yeah, worshipped yeah. though. <laughs> Listen, those are very contradicting <laughs> statements. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's like, so obnoxious. I hate you. No, I really do. I cannot I love stand it. the sun. So yeah, I'm like, please give yeah. it a better like i think i have very sensitive knows, eyes, i don't know so i think that's the main problem so they're finding um through a recent study that the pupils of people who identify as having autism react to light differently when you have light on you like your pupils will like get wider like oh, faster like than in, normal they take in they take more in light. more gotcha. but then they take four times as long too to like oh, to adjust once the yeah. light is right. whatever yeah no i've but. seen it i i because i remember i loved science in school and stuff and i remember doing that we would do like and then mm. look in the mirror you know like experiments where we looked at our own pupils and everyone was always astonished at how long mine took to come back and i would oh. get a migraine so i was like there you go Interesting. you know <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, not going to mess digress. around with that. <laughs> I don't know. Lion, I mean, I suppose, I mean, lion is probably one of the stronger animals. So maybe it's just strength in, it almost feels like a, like a doing, you know, like action, like kind yeah, of an it's energy. Interesting. Like I get that. Cause I also get, um, I was going to say it does remind me a bit of the emperor, Hmm. You know, like the strength the emperor has to have. And then we both, you and I both realized right. we really related to that type of like sovereignty. And I wonder, um, you know, I think of the word loyal to a lot with Leos and oh, with, yeah. with oh, yeah. lions. Yeah. And, you know, and the fact that, you know, lion families or prides don't, they don't, they're not like prolific breeders, you know, like they have like smaller right family units and they really focus a lot of their energy in fact i think it's tiger cubs that will um how should i say this um well if they have a if they're pregnant and she has children and two of them have died and one of them survives usually they will rid the family of the surviving cub to save resources for the next um, oh yeah, like it makes more sense. Right. It's more practical, right. to focus the energy on a new brood instead of right, or on the family as one. a whole, yeah. you know, or as on the the yeah, species yeah. as yeah. a whole, really. 
So I wonder if that's like yeah. a, a loyalty. I mean, sorry, For but sure. also the courage, you know, in in this might be a little bit of a of a tangent, but what's happening in the world right now with women women's reproductive rights or those mm-hmm. with the uterus mm-hmm. and their reproductive rights and the the power and the wisdom that that those of us who have a uterus um possess in having the power to choose is this life that i'm about to bring into the world is it is it helping is it hindering the family unit is yeah, it for god's sakes if tigers can do it that's what i'm saying like women? there's a reason yeah. we have that power and it's because we have the yeah. wisdom to make that choice for the whole i mean it's funny because we we were just talking about my class i'm in and my msw program is uh empowerment practice concepts and it's exactly that it's taking people who it's giving back power to populations or individuals who have been stripped of their mm-hmm. power to choose of their right to self-determination and making decisions it happens a lot of times in end of life too mm-hmm. which um yes shout out to myself i got um my specialist placement field placement secured for next year which will be my final year Ooh. in the program it's going to be remote hospice, and I'm so excited. That's what I wanted to do. I think it's so needed about ever since the pandemic. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think we need need as many options as possible mm-hmm. uh, to make people feel their dignity is intact and that they have the right to choose the way they want to go mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. whether they, you know... I mean, it starts with do not resuscitate. Some people ha- even have that tattooed on them. They feel so strongly they don't want to have any intervention against their will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's all about control of, over our own existence. I know. Oh, that was one thing I meant to bring up. Remember that moment you said from last episode, you were like, when you meet someone in a dream who has crossed over? Oh, yeah. And you have for a moment, you have the memory, you remember that you are an eternal being. Mm, yes. I loved when you said oh. that. <laughs> and it that, so the lemniscate, the infinity symbol over right. strength. And that kind of gives me that vibe. Like, yes, that's. Yes. In strength, we remember that we are an eternal being. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. You just reminded me when I first started thinking about what the strength card was for me, the first thing that came to my mind was a quote from one of my mentors and teachers, Sarah Powers, and she's always saying to herself, hold the view. So like, hold the view, remember your belief in, in what the whole is so that you can, you know, keep that in mind while you're going about your life to, you know, maybe react and respond to your day-to-day things with authenticity and sincerity. And yeah. so holding the view seems to me like a strength, a quality of strength and a quality of this yeah. strength card is remember who you are when you're interacting with the world. And I think that's kind of... Your heart your heart center. Yeah, yeah. Did Carol Bridges have anything else? Harmony is a big word she and- uses a lot. This inner knowing of like, I'm, I want to support this existence and 
and I know how I'm going to do it. I know how I can do it kind of thing. So it's the strength that comes from that. That your contribution matters, that yourself yeah, matters. Yeah, trust, confidence. It's just that idea that um, I trust that what I'm doing is based on what I believe to be the most... Right and true. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I have several passages I was going to read just to give us a better little overview. Um, okay, so in the Tarot of the Crone, I am spirit. Making a body is what I do. I am body expressing a spirit is what I do. You are primal. You are sublime. You are the strongest when both are one. Um, from El Goliath Tarot, who actually does a nod to Sinead O'Connor, if you're familiar with the lion and the cobra. He's got a lion and a cobra in his strength card that um, he talks about their energies being very masculine, feminine, balance. Balance is one, like the balance of power is another mm -hmm. big one in the strength card. So he's talking about the different types of energy. This, they know that they could kill each other with one fell swoop, you know. So they're looking at each mm. other in a face off and he's the, you know, the lion could just <laughs> chomp its head off. Whereas the snake can dart so fast that it could also go, you know, and uh, deliver a deadly punch of toxin. So he's saying the snake is more of the feminine, which is yeah. representing um Mostly, we, we usually see a woman in that position in the strength card, a human woman, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the feminine energy, the feminine strength is being soft, more fluid. I've so, been thinking about... Anyway, so El Goliath, part of his passage says, wild voice. And I'm thinking like a primal scream. I, I do think there's something that ecstasy in it. Like women are wild. I think that's why we... Mm -hmm. I did want to touch on that, and I'm sorry to interrupt my own passages, but I think, I believe that women are wild, and that's why we have an ability to tap into wild things and nature and have that way, like, I can hold up my finger and a dragonfly comes to it, you know? Like, I just feel like there's yes. a different awareness and a different skill set like we were talking about earlier there's a fluidity that um yeah that is our strength well anyway okay so inner peace i'll start over el goliath says wild voice inner peace resilience calm in the storm mm. composure safety stability the infinity symbol connected to the flow of energy Keep a balanced mindfulness always, authenticity, truth, not anger or reactiveness. Now, I kind of condensed some things, but those were his words. Um, okay, from the Anima Mundi. Strength is about taming your inner beasts to let your inner voice shine through. Stand up for what is right, no matter what. Offer love, compassion, and forgiveness to others. I think that heart article really like spoke to this, like just 
like we're always trying to like quiet our demons, you know, and like yeah. say what is peaceful and true instead of reactive and angry and our heart rate is up and, you know, our face turns red. and Right. It Well, for hun- so many hundreds, thousands, who knows how many years, like we've been conditioned to react that way. Like we've built every structure in the Western culture, at least, you know, everything around us is gives us the opportunity to feel dysregulated and blah 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 well i think the 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 paradox of the autism experience if that is indeed what i what i have experienced in my life formally diagnosed or not um is the confusion of the incongruence of seeing people's what they say they expect in words or in writing and then Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to react in a certain way even if it's authentic we're supposed Mm to to me it always seemed like a show it seemed performative yes reactivity seemed point blank performative so Mm. um, Mm -hmm. and the irony is always like well why did you react that way it's not normal and I'm like I was trying to do what you modeled for me you know like so from the children of letha which is summer basically um strength is about the choice to use mental fortitude and compassion over displays of brute force or domination domination that's a good word for this not allowing yourself to feel the need to dominate Wow. To do yeah, the opposite. I'm seeing this super spectrum. Yeah. You know, I'm seeing yeah. like dominance is like, it's like if you let this prideful or want controlling part of you get so out of control, it's like it turns into dominance. But it can also look like, you know, you can also, use, if it's balanced, it's still the same energy, but you're using it in a more informed way that helps you understand in staying compassionate and making sure that what it is you're asking for isn't taking something away from another person. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's easy to say that dominance is bad, but the thing is it's the energy behind it isn't, it's just what we choose to do with the energy. Do you know what I mean? I do. (laughs) The interim tarot healing. The archer Chiron is depicted between worlds as half human and half horse. Wounded and cursed to never heal, this archetype can help others specifically due to a personal proximity to pain. Strength is often discussed as one of the most sophisticated of the tarot. Creatures in pain want to be heard, not poked. They need to feel trust Mm -hmm. to allow their precious wounds to be touched. It is the most difficult of actions to be so delicate, to practice strength, One must share in empathy, exercise patience, and also practice trust themselves. To place one's hand in the mouth of a lion, the ability to execute this vital skill suggests the practitioner is centered, confident, sensitive in the ability of persuasion. Healing is more about the facilitation of space than of actions, which is super interesting since you said something about it being more active 
But I love what she says here about the facilitation of space. Holding space, though. That's the action. It's beautiful. Okay, so I have my deck out. And I just want to mention my, my specific card. It makes me think of um, the police song, King of Pain, and resilience to that so I think of the song King of Pain because Mm. I used to hear that song when I was a kid and I was like loved the police and the lyric uh, there's a butterfly trapped in a spider's web and my strength card depicts um, you know I did like overlaying of photographs I had so I had a butterfly in a writing spider's web which probably wouldn't happen but (laughs) it's still it was it was a I liked the aesthetic (laughs) Anyway, I've got my deck out, and we're going to ask, what aspect of strength should we also talk about Mm -hmm. based on the tarot? Okay, I'm starting. Okay. Are you doing one at a time? Yeah. Okay. That one. Okay. Knight of Wands. How wonderful. Oh, Okay. Wands are spirituality, creativity, um, passions, and the knights are always taking action, trying Mm, to swoop mm -hmm. in and do something about something. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. So what about protection? Is the knight, I'm wondering if it's kind of like the aspect of strength that's almost the armor for being able to recognize when something is about, is coming into your experience and has the potential of taking you off course of your path like because you know we don't need saving we save ourselves but at the same time these are aspects of ourselves so it's like you okay you okay because i'm here if you need me you know well um i guess just to mention like so we would love to hear like you know suggestions we're we're thinking of doing more um interactive participatory um Mm -hmm. shows where you can come on live and do reading um we could offer advice from the card that we're looking at that day or uh you know we're open to suggestions so do go to our website email us um yeah yeah we really looked at some surprising things that i had not thought of today when we talk about the strength card. So the hermit's next, and we will talk again soon. Thanks, Sarah. All right. Yeah, thank you, Eliza. Bye, everybody. Bye.